Hey guys, before we get into hell, boy, uh, just reminder, GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Help us out. And we really appreciate it. We really do. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. What is it that makes a man a man? Is it his origins? The way things start? Or is it something else? Something harder to describe? For me, it all began in 1944. Classified mission off the coast of Scotland. The Nazis were desperate. Combining science and black magic, they intended to upset the balance of the war. I was 28, already a paranormal advisor to President Roosevelt. I could never have suspected that what would transpire that night would not only affect the course of history, but change my life forever. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 133, and tonight, today, this morning, it doesn't matter, it's whenever you're listening to it, we are talking about Hellboy. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew also bleeds sand, Jimison. Guten Abend. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. Corny, Cornelius, whichever, literally saved a box of kittens once, Logan. I am the demon who bumps in the night. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. No. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, bumps your, uh, no, never mind. Uh, Sam. Bumping uglies. Ew. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I can't read. It's weird. My laptop is in a position where, like, my bifocals, anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. No one cares. You'll go blind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too late. <laughs> already there. Sam will split in two if killed Vector. Always. <laughs> oh, hold Jesus. on, kitty, kitty. Hold on, kitty. Back, back. Okay, good. We're okay. You good? Yeah, we're fine. And, uh, 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 the, the, let's see. Uh, you've had an, an evil cat, uh, a giant bug, and your dog attack you while recording. This is pretty crazy. Yep. Mm. Yep, yep. Hey, Sean, good to see you, buddy. Oh, it's always good to be seen, guys. Uh, so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into Hellboy. Um, that's right. Mm. This is oh. 2004's. Yeah, 2004's Hellboy. Guillermo del Toro. I'm, I, I know. Guillermo. 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 That's hard for you to say. 
We're just going to call him. I'm going to try not to call him Del Taco. <laughs> um, Del, <laughs> Del Toro. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Oh, just actually say that? No, there's a restaurant. I just want everybody to know that Sean is the one that said it. No, no, there's a restaurant chain called Del Taco, and we were watching. No, no, we, we know. <laughs> yeah. And it was just funny because. Yeah. I don't know why. For some reason, my brain wants to say Del Del Taco because like it's just like feels like the that's you know like the natural certain, thing. There's like certain <laughs> phrases you just say that you're just used to saying like I don't know whatever. Um, okay, Donald. Uh, All right. Just because you're moving south of here, hey, you know that hole you're digging might actually take you to Hellboy's uh, original home. Nice. <laughs> Which is space. Right? Isn't it? I mean, no, he, he, he should be from hell. I, oh. I don't know why the space thing is. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's, that's the first thing I want to talk about. Like, Oh, well, let's. Be. But before we do any of that, because um, I'm really interested to hear what Corny has to say, um, as always, and as the rest of you, because uh, this is a comic book movie. Oh. Um, well, not really Sam so much, but definitely Andrew and Sam. I mean, Andrew yeah. and Corny. Um, <laughs> Are you even drinking? <laughs> no, I'm just really tired. So, you know how. So I've been sick the last like five days, and so my body has been nothing but like, uh, like a Walgreens store of chemicals and narcotics and things. Oh, and so, so the Drano in your your drink is finally starting to work. I don't I don't know <laughs> if that's the cocaine. I, I don't you know. know. <laughs> it's like the you're, seriously, you're the second person today make a coke cocaine joke reference to me. It's very that strange. Was a joke. Yeah. Weird. No, it's it's literally like I have like this weird uh, cocktail of 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 cough suppressant plus um like the Nyquil and several other things and uh and sure of course the coke. So it's just like words have have been really bad for me recently, which is going to be fantastic <laughs> for a podcast. So um Del Taco was the sign and we're in perfect. Jeez, I know. Gosh. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is, like I said, uh, what is this movie? Crap. Oh, Tell Boy. Andrew hopefully has some better words to say about it than I do. When Nazis attempt to use black magic during the... De- Sorry, wait a minute. I don't think this was black magic. What the hell magic. kind of magic is that? <laughs> let me, let me yeah, reread this. That. Man, it's racist. I didn't see any uh, voodoo <laughs> doctors. All right, let me try this again. Okay. When the Nazis, uh, sorry, when the Nazis attempt to use magic during the last days of World War II, a monkey-like demon is thrown into the real world. Doctor Brutenholm discovers a creature and rescues it from danger. The creature grows up and goes by the name of Hellboy. Working in secrecy, Hellboy works to rid any evil. And when some familiar faces from the past reappear, it's going to take Hellboy. Dr. Zoidberg and <laughs> the oh, pyromaniac God. ex-girlfriend to stop them. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, that was an interesting intro. Um, I think I already liked this movie with the thought of him. <laughs> Zoidberg. <laughs> Zoidberg yeah. He does eat rotten eggs. I mean, that's actually pretty accurate. Um, it, it, only way, only way it would have been better is if when uh, Samuel was fighting him down in the water, if like the little Flynn fin thing on his head would have like stuck up and he would have like screamed like Zoidberg does. That would have been great. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So yeah. Uh. So is it safe to say we've all seen this before? No. No. Yes. Wait. Didn't we say that last week? Somebody hadn't seen it before, right? I it was had Andrew. Yeah. yeah. So you were the uh, the the virgin among us. That's right. I popped my Hellboy cherry tonight. Good, good. 
Um, hopefully, right. we uh, we made a virgin sacrifice tonight. And right, hopefully, sweet. it wasn't uh, painful. Um, ow! Ooh. I just scratched my hand. And slightly offensive. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I like this song. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like drug shot at all. This is uh, drop a couple n bombs and you're in, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna have to edit the show for my own content. Um, <laughs> yeah, last week's show got weird. Sean went on a 20 minute rant about how much he hated, you know, ex ethnicity. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Let's, let's hope that doesn't happen because it shouldn't. Italians, freaking Italians. Mm. No, I I love Italians. Um, midget, midget Italians. Oh, stop! This is getting no. Um, let's, let's just that word. No. Um, what Italians? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, racist. Um, no. So, Andrew, so it'll be interesting to see just, how what you have to say. So, you, sir, are uh, go with your initial thoughts, sir. Okay, first of all, before I talk about the movie, I want to talk about Guillermo del Toro, right. or del Taco. Uh, <laughs> I had never seen this person before, although I'd heard the name many times, so I was looking him up on uh, IMDb. He really looks like somebody that just sat in a college dorm room and smoked a bunch of weed and <laughs> ate a lot of cheese puffs for like four years, yeah. and then decided to actually get out and do something. He, he actually, about right. He actually looks like he could be... Um, What's what's his beak that wrote the um, the Game of Thrones? Game, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, he oh, Dor R. R. Martin. Yeah, he looks like ten years younger version of that guy, like before he's decided to kill everything and everything that people love. <laughs> Somebody probably said, "Hey, Dill Taco," and he's like, "That's it. Everybody dies." <laughs> <laughs> One star review from uh, Del Toro Del and, Del and Del Taco, yeah, and them, them, them too. All right, so Andrew, you you uh, you're up, sir. Okay. Well, uh, like I'd never seen this before. My wife had seen it several times and told me that I should watch it for several years now. And wife told you this? Yeah. For some reason, she gets into she'll watch things and just to watch them. Um, I guess so cool. Uh, just out of boredom. <laughs> I think she finds things and goes, Oh, this might be okay. And, uh, so she, she watched the first one and the second one and likes them both. Um, I, uh, probably am the opposite. I don't really care for the movie too much. Um, it Aww. was a little, there were some parts that were kind of funny. Um, but it was a little too tongue in cheek for me in some places. Um, the CGI really bothered me for 2004. Mm. It was, uh, it was a super Nintendo quality at best. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And, I, I was going to say like PS two, but yeah, you're right. It wasn't. Very yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so other than the CGI, the, just the storyline to me, had. I had trouble following and staying with it. And I had trouble seeing the purpose of every character in the movie. Uh, I felt like some people were there just to be there and we didn't really need them. Hmm. So, all right. Um, corny. Don't yeah. yeah, No, don't rant yet. We'll do that in a minute, but so just kind of your, Oh, easy. Oh, Hey, um, I was just going to say, um, yeah, I've seen this movie a, a ton of times, and I, and I think we talked about it last week, but 
Oh, I actually might have given you my copy. You, yeah, you did. It's in a box somewhere. Sorry. Sweet. Um, I uh, actually will agree with Andrew, except for the fact that I actually do like the movie, but the uh, the visuals were bad. Um, it was really too cheesy, I think. Um, but at the time, I enjoyed what appeared to be a very good-looking character. Um, I think that if you were going to do a live, you know, action Hellboy, I think they did it perfectly uh, for the time being. Now, story-wise, I would have loved to have had like an actual good Hellboy story, but I think the problem we have with that is that those are pretty dark. Um, there's a lot of death and destruction. Not that there wasn't in this one, but there's a you know like an actual lot of death and destruction. So, but anyway, um, yeah, it's 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 one of those things. It's it's like a um, um, Beverly Hills Cop for me. It's a bad movie. Let's just be honest with you, but it's got its parts, and it, it's uh, one of those things that I will um, always enjoy watching. Uh, before we go on to Sam, I, I'm curious. Uh, Del Toro has, um, I have to catch myself, has has done Hard R before and I think after mm -hmm. um, this. I can't remember when, uh, Blade 2 was 2002. So he had done, again, Hard R before and I wonder, I'm, I hope the only reason why they chose not to do Hard R is to sell toys. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To Because... There's there's some stuff in the trivia where they they did some creative stuff to make to to keep it from being rated R. Um, so I'm just I'm like just the in space thing. I'm I'm wondering if space was to keep you know thoughts of hell and well, visions of hell. Is is it just me or did like the the early the mid two thousands movies all really have to do with tentacly space things right like. The isn't yeah. like right like the rise of the silver surfer right isn't like Galactus just a space tent tentacle cloud and yeah in yeah. in that really bad Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie Green Lantern. it's just oh, yeah. a parallax was just a space cloud with tentacles like what is it with our weird you know what I'm saying like it seemed like every movie in that decade the bad guy was a space cloud. A space being with tentacles. Thing. With tentacles, yeah, it just seems. Cool. I think they all saw Monster, and decided, yeah, we need yeah. to have tentacles. <laughs> nice. That's probably good. <laughs> that's probably that's probably what happened. Um, anyway, I was just curious about that, and I only thought about it when you said that, Corny, because I know zero about the comic, um, apart mm -hmm. from what I read in the trivia about the yeah. storyline they took from a couple of um, kind of little story arcs like the like the civil war movie captain america civil war is based off of a like a three comic four comic arc of the civil war whatever right and that's what they did here there's like one part from this comic book and one part from this comic book and then the bulk of it is from this story arc which is like a four book collection kind of a thing right i'm not i'm not wrong there corny oh yeah 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 okay right. make it's, sure. it's uh yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just a collection of stories, and so yeah. they just use bits and pieces of yeah. that collection. Yeah, I just again, I, I only know that because I read it. I didn't know that because I, I knew it, and I, I didn't watch the movie. But oh yeah, that's right, that's from that. So anyway, uh, Sam, I saw this movie. Um, I've seen it many times. I, I actually didn't see it in the theater, so this is one of my rentals. Um, it's it's a 
comic book movie, um, it would have fit in a little better, maybe in the mid to late nineties in terms of visuals, but they were, I kind of agree with both corny and Andrew. They are horrible at times. Um, which, which is a shame because there are so many neat little details in the non CGI visuals of this movie that I, I really, uh, in, really enjoy. And, um, I think the worlds that uh, Del Toro creates, there are fun worlds to explore. Um, Pacific Rim, this world, uh, you know, he did the same thing again in Hellboy 2. Um, Pan's Labyrinth is just amazing. And I, I enjoy exploring those worlds. I think the tone of this movie is just a little off. Um, it's lighthearted, yet lots of people die. There's lots of blood. There's stabbings, there's um, demons, um, and I, I just, it, I figure, I, I've never read a comic, the comic book, but I figured it might have been pretty hard to get off the page onto this. Is it, and I guess I have to ask Corny, translating it from the page, is it kind of this kooky type of sci-fi retro, almost like a, a steampunk type of feel in the comics? Uh, you don't really get that. I mean... Well, no. Uh, hmm. <laughs> steampunk is not the idea. I mean, it, it, it's it's um, um, characters using ancient magic and things like yeah. that. So, um, and magic's just a thing, and, and summoning demons is just a thing, and people dying and re- being resurrected is just a thing. Um, it's very okay. Imagine if you will, Harry Potter. But uh-huh. all the really dark parts of it that were never shown, uh-huh. like Hellboy's probably running around in that universe, you know. Hmm. Okay, I like that idea. Yeah, so it's I, I think Sean is onto something in terms of making it more friendly to kids for merchandising, and I, I I kind of get that feel from it. I still enjoy it. I sometimes think they tried to to make it funny when it really kind of wasn't. Um, and um, Ron Perlman's portrayal of, of Hellboy kind of grates on me sometimes because mm-hmm. I just don't know if there's much for the character to do other than being really cool to look at. Um, but the one sin that, that always gets on my nerves in these types of movies is the Dern wire work. Yeah. That you could, I hate that stuff. And where, when you can really tell what the, you know, the wires are there and they've just digitally erased them. And the physics just don't make sense, and, and that like bothers me. You get me. punched, and you go in here, and then you dip, and then you go yeah. back in the air. <laughs> yeah, and it totally takes me out of the movie when stuff like that happens. Absolutely. What do you think, Sean? Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, I think I saw this with Corny. We mentioned it last week. Uh, I'm pretty sure you came over here to the house, and you're like, hey, I have this movie, because I think we watched it because the second one was coming out soon. Or had just come right. out, and I remember saying, "Hey, Corny, let's watch this thing because I've never seen it." So let's, uh, Hellboy. Yeah, the two came out in '08. Um, we had just moved into this house then, so yeah, maybe you came over, and we watched Hellboy, and then maybe you and I went and saw Hellboy two in the theater. I don't know. I did see Hellboy two in the theater. I don't remember if it was you. It makes sense that it would be, but anyway. Um, but I hadn't seen Hellboy since then, so. Eight years since I've watched it, at least. Maybe since then, I doubt it. But um, I was kind of bored. I'm going to be honest. I was, <laughs> I was actually kind of bored. Um, 
I I thought everything was pretty. So Del Del Toro is is I think brilliant kind of costume designer or has a brilliant mood, costume. Maybe? Huh? Yeah. Set sets and mood. Yeah, like maybe. I I could see he was actually slated at one point to direct the third Harry Potter film. Um and it went to somebody else. But I would love to see his version, his vision in Harry Potter. Um, mm-hmm. And there are other properties that I think he would be, you know, really, really good at. Um, I think him and Tim Burton have like a really cool style. Um, and I, I, I like, like Ron Perlman's makeup for Hellboy was really cool. And like you said, he was really neat to look at and yeah. really interesting. But... I just um, and 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 um, water ape uh, Abe, you know he was cool to look at. You know again like just the, the, Abe the <laughs> yeah the costume <laughs> and the makeup and all that stuff was just really fascinating and stuff. I didn't really have personally much of a problem with the wire work. I it didn't bother me. I I the moment it happened, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be one of those movies where, you know, he gets hit by something and then he goes through six walls and then falls yeah um and i was like eh, whatever fine um that that seems kind of what we expected in the in the mid 2000s our comic book movies to do right because again this is coming one year after daredevil the movie right mm. so we hadn't quite figured out <laughs> um like we're a year away from batman begins so we hadn't quite figured out how to make a good comic book movie you know not named spider-man the first one or the second one yeah <laughs> um so uh, so i guess my point is uh, my initial thought is that i w- i was kind of bored and i was really confused and in my notes i asked a lot of questions and i've mentioned this in, before many times in the show where i ask questions in the notes before i go and read trivia because sometimes the trivia answers my my question or sometimes later in the movie my question gets answered and then i erase my question if it, it does get answered um, but I, I, I don't think very many of them got answered. Um, so I, I was, that's why I was confused. Like even when, when Corny mentioned his, made the joke earlier about me digging to where Hellboy came from, but he came from space. Um, and I was really confused as why he has the stone hand thing. Because mm-hmm. when I, I thought the first time I watched it, I thought, Oh, it's because other dude had the big hand thingy. So so he should have the big hand thingy, but that's not that's not true. Um, and and Andrew, we we keep referring to Corny. Andrew, did you ever read any of these Dark Horse comics? No, I didn't. Okay, I just I didn't want to keep referring to Corny and Andrew's over here with his hand raised. <laughs> I have things to say um, about the source, um, but like I was confused as why he had the stone hand again at the end of the movie. He's like, you you have the stone hand thing because so you can open the door. You were born for that. Okay, fine. But it, I, I was always confused because I was like, oh, it's because Dude Man McBeard had the stone or the big kind of steampunk hand thing. Um, Good old Rasputin. Yeah, I will say this, <laughs> uh, Sam and Andrew, your points about the wire work. The first thing that actually took me out of the film, I'm okay with magic. Again, Harry Potter, I love it. And and I'm okay with the fact that they conjured a, a, the devil, whatever he is. Here, I'm good with that. I I'm sorry, have they conjured what? The devil monkey. Uh, no, no, I think you have something special for that. What? What they conjure? Yeah, what did they conjure? Oh. Do I have a, Do I have a clip for this? 
Uh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Oh crap! I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Our, our long, our long lost brother would have said something about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Gee, you really man. are uh, kind of wow. Around. He is off tonight. <laughs> um, Cornelius. No, that's not what it was. No, 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 no. Um, Close, oh, I no, feel no, like no. a Power Ranger. Was that it? No, no, no. no. Oh, yo. <laughs> uh, warmer, warmer. Is that it? <laughs> uh, warmer. Huh? <laughs> oh, wait. You really uh, <laughs> I figured out what you're talking about now. The Jeez. devil. Jesus. <laughs> hey! There we go. <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, man, I, I was looking everywhere and including... In the bud, yes. There you go. So. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Yes. They <laughs> conjured the devil. Shit. That was bad. Oh, anyway. I love it, man. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Note to self don't mm. podcast when you're on cold meds. Jeez. Um. What were we talking about? Oh, my. So here, the literally, the, the thing that threw me out of the movie. And and, I, and this is this is because it's me. I had a harder time believing that Nazis landed in Scotland without anyone knowing more than any other part of the movie. I'm like, there's no way they got to Scotland without anyone knowing. That's not gonna whatever. Anyway, whatever. it was an island off of Scotland. But still, you know how hard that would be. No, that's not. Take a U-boat. All that gear that they had, they'd have to take like twelve U-boats. Um. Anyway. Um, and one Y boat, and one Y boat. Uh, <laughs> what was I gonna say? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, so so we're gonna have to like journey through this together. I think. Um, okay. All of us. Don't stop believing. Um, I, well, I I haven't started Gotta yet. Actually, hold on to that feeling. Um, it was also very convenient that the cool. Nazis all spoke perfect English, so that we knew what was going on. Um, I appreciated that. Like, like, it's not even that they spoke, yeah, English with German accents. I mean, the Aww. only German word I heard was when one of them screamed grenade in German. And I think we can all pretty much agree that a grenade doesn't blow you backwards. It kills you, right? Like, he, you, wouldn't be, could. you wouldn't be flung backwards by a grenade and then, and then do this. Yeah, yeah. We got. I think we had at least two William screams, didn't we? I only know that one. If there was another one, I didn't hear it. But I definitely got. I like how he was able to scream as only his skeleton was was visible in the in the shot. A Skeletor could do it. Well, that's true. That's very true. So anyway, yeah. um, whatever, fine. Um, steampunk Ooh. ninja guy, like. You were, you were, I liked you, the clockwork on him. That was kind of fun. His costume was great, and he was very cool. I was still confused, though. Was he alive? Was he was he just a puppet of Rasputin? Like, Rasputin had to be nearby for him to do his bidding? Like, is that how that worked? Corny? No, I never, I never thought about that. Any, I just, anyone? Yeah, okay. Because comics. Because he was... <laughs> I just went with a because comics. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, John Hurt... John Hurt, yeah, he's he's doing the the, the autopsy. 
And he's like, he's so old that his his body yeah. would just his bones would be just dust now, and was evidence every time he got shot, dust would pour out of him like he was made of it. But when he shows back up, we you know hurt new to look around and go, okay, where's the puppet master? So I, that made me think, he is only alive because Rasputin magic. Interesting. So is there Maybe. like you know? So is like is That's... there? Like well, a... something was obviously keeping a few of them alive. Right. Because the German girl was there, too. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So it just made me wonder, like, does he, is there a limit? You know, does he have to be within an eyesight? Or, you know, I, mean, I guess they were running around those tunnels and it was... What's sitting... his area effect? Yeah, exactly. Like, his, and he was, and then, you know, he was in there listening to music on a, on a you know, turntable. Not turntable, but a... iPad. Controller. <laughs> a, yeah, controller, an iPad, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what seven years before it was invented? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, those Germans—they could travel time no, and go good. to space. They were on the moon, you know. Yeah, I do know. We did a whole movie about it. Um, yep. and last week too. Uh, so that was whatever. Um, back to the tone of the movie, though. Before I, I keep going, I—I I was really thrown off by Jeffrey Tambor being in this movie. I, which one was this? He's which the, one is he? He's the old, he's the grumpy bureaucrat. I'm in charge. Okay. Herpa derpa derpa. He's a comedian. He's like curb your enthusiasm, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he's, yeah. he's supposed to be funny man. And, like, that's his job is to be a comedian. So, then you put him in this, and he's just grumpy. He's a trope. He's just a freaking trope. And not even a very good trope. And I'm going to say this. This yeah. movie has probably had, probably had more tropes in it than... Or not more, but like the most we've had in a while. I'm just going to say. <laughs> uh, I would agree. You know well, that's why I said it, it belongs in the 90s when all that was happening. Yeah. You know... What was the hell is your a, avatar? You know, fill your, your movie as much as possible with... I don't know what Sam's avatar what? is, but it's freaking me out. You're, you're, by the way, Skype is really not liking you tonight, Sam. Oh, Dude, man. You're, you're really crunchy, and you're all over the place. Um, if it does it again, we'll, just, buttery. We'll, 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 we'll kick you out. We'll, we'll bring you back in. Um, yeah. What? Seemed really easy to revive bad guy? Oh, yeah. They just poured blood on the ground, and then he just showed up. It seemed really simple. Why didn't they just carry around a, a vial of blood? Yeah. It made things a lot easier. I don't know. It just seemed really easy. But whatever. I guess you have to move the plot along. And I never felt essentially, like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was say that essentially that's the uh, GTA 5 version of doing something. All right. Paid for service and then shoot the person and get your money back. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, yeah. Um... Oh, no, what I was going to mention earlier is, like, knife-wielding guy, right? So you have all these American soldiers. This is another thing that's kind of bothered me about this movie. If you weren't the main character, you were terrible at your job, right? <laughs> so, like, all the, the ancillary FBI guys and the soldiers at the beginning of the movie, they were terrible, all right? Let me get this straight. I have a rifle, right? The purpose of a rifle is to shoot bad guys at distance. So when knife-wielding man has hacked apart a couple dudes... I'm not going to go near him with my bayoneted rifle. I'm going to shoot him from a distance. Now, eventually, we would learn that that wouldn't matter. But my point is, you don't know that yet. So, I was yeah. just... 
These like these are U.S. soldiers. We were smarter than that. We won the war. Stop it with this. And that <laughs> and that grumpy Sorry. sergeant pissed me off too. Like, why do movies? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, he he's not just that, but like, okay, I get it. You don't have to believe. And I've never even heard of the word paranormal. Blah 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 blah. Okay, fine, but why do you have to be so mean about it? Just whatever. You know, typical army guy. I mean, but like, I, we have, we know people that are in the you know the military, and they're not complete assholes. Um, yeah, but in the 1920s, if you were in charge, you were mean. 40s and 1940s. What did I say? 1920s. Oh, thank you. That's fine. Uh, yeah, if you're in the 40s and you're in charge, you're mean, and if you wear glasses, you get picked on. I mean, that was just yeah, that's actually the, true. Yeah, it was a different time. Oh, yeah. oh. I gotta get these guys. I gotta pull it. It was a different time. There it is. I wonder how many times we could uh, actually track down how many times you said I should label these. How many times I've what? Played what? You said that you need to label those. Oh, I was gonna say. (laughs) No, they're labeled. I just need to put them higher up in my queue list. I mean, um, uh, I mean, I've played. What's the What's the highest thing in there? Well, the highest well the highest thing is the intro clips. So the intro and oh, then okay. my show my show music and then outro. So the next thing past my outro, I'm, I'm boy, people are really interested in this. But the next thing outside of the outro is son of a bitch must pay. So, I mean, and then the next one is I'm getting too old with this podcast. There you go. So. <laughs> so I guess I can move I guess I can move Chad up above. Now next time you're gonna go look forward towards where it was last time. Yeah, I'm gonna go looking for it. Like, where is Chad? Alright, so fine. I'll put Chad up here. God rest his soul. Next to Cornelius! There we go. So now I've got my Chad and my Andrew. And my, where is Corny? Here you go. So my Corny clips. So now I'm just waiting for a good Sam clip. There you go. There's plenty to choose from. It was yeah, a different time. Yeah, I just haven't gotten any of him. There you go. I just, I'm not going to capture out a clip of him threatening to light me on fire. I'm just not going to do it. No, no, no. <laughs> I would have at least doused you with gasoline after get the fire out. <laughs> Because Mythbusters has proven you can douse a bunch of gasoline. I mean, gasoline on fire. It was funny the way the way Skype was like messing you up. It didn't sound quite like you were actually offering help. All I heard was, "No, no, no, <laughs> douse gasoline." That's all we heard. Fire okay. burn. I'm in your closet. Yeah, and then I'm yeah. in your closet. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> oh, we saw the uh, the the spear of destiny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's a little Constantine. It is a spare dun, 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 of destiny. No, okay. Pick a destiny. Uh, is it breaking the fourth wall by putting the comic book in the movie that inspired the movie? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. No? So there's not a little. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, you had the same thing as uh, Captain America. He, speaking Captain of America. breaking the fourth wall, didn't he look at the camera in one scene? Like he just... Looked over at the camera and smiled. I don't. Maybe I don't know. I missed it. If he did, it might have been one of the I times I was, I was either oh. typing or doing something more oh. interesting. Uh, well, 
I'm trying to think. Okay, with the Captain America reference, though. No, I guess I guess it's still kind of breaking the fourth wall, um, and I'm not saying that it's bad. Uh, I didn't. It didn't. It didn't really bother me. I just thought it was kind of funny. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, they do do that. They they do do that in Captain America. No, whatever. Um, but Captain America is like out in the open, like he's a soldier, whereas Hellboy is this weird thing that people like not even sure if he's real. I wonder if like Gotham, like in Batman universe, like if. If there's some dude like making comics about the Batman, that'd be kind of cool, right? In the Batman universe, is that is that a thing that's yeah. ever happened, Corny? Maybe. Um, technically, like, there's a universe where the superheroes, the Justice League and whatnot, mm-hmm. are in the comics, and you know, just like it, it's every the, universe. That seems like something that would be like in a Deadpool, you know, issue. You know, like Deadpool it's, is like on the potty, reading a Batman comic. While in the Marvel Universe, you know, like it just seems like oh. something he would do. Oddly enough, you say that uh, Deadpool has made references to Batman, but not because you can't say it. Um, uh, there's a there's a kind of a, a famous scene where he's um, he's got like bunny ears on a towel wrapped around his neck. He's sitting on top of a, uh, you know, a, um, a golem or something like that uh, outside of a church. And uh, the narrow, you know, because uh, dead boy, uh, dead dead boy, yes, dead boy, uh, <laughs> Deadpool talks to uh, the narrator, and uh, he goes, "I look the part," and he goes, "No, you don't." And this is not even the right universe. And Deadpool's like, "Don't you, don't you judge me?" I do remember that only because it was before the movie came out. It was like ten Deadpool things you need to know before the movie comes out, and I remember that, like him arguing with the narrator. I remember that one. That's funny. I love that. I love that idea. Um, okay. Um, let's almost kill Batman this. and Deadpool. Uh, if we can get a Wolverine here, I think we're good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, let's kill this poor guy in a jeep. Try to, to save the rookie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, instead of just picking the rookie up and maybe throwing him off the street. No, I'm gonna punch the car and flip it, and hopefully the guy has airbags. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the Will Smith version. Oh, and you got the cheesy line: "Red means stop." You know. Oh my god. Gross. Yeah, it, it, there was a lot of that, and it kind of bothered me. I just I don't know. I guess we we kind of are currently like in the golden age of comic book movies now, where like Captain America three just came out on on Blu-ray, which I don't own yet, which is whatever. Anyway, um, I don't even know you anymore. Uh, well, we're moving and. All this stuff's packed away. No, no excuses, just results. Anyway, um, so I, I haven't bought it yet. But my point is, is like that movie was really, really good, and and then and then and then I watched this, and I just stuff like <coughs> right. Oh, sorry. Red means stop. Like if the Hulk ever said green means go, I would, I would vomit on, in my seat. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. that's fair. You know, just that sounds terrible. Um. Not that well, Hulk the smashes new, all the him. new Hulk might do it. Yeah, you think so? The more kid friendly, green means go and um, count to well, three. I'm just thinking of it because you know the uh, Bruce Banner is actually no more currently. The uh, we've got Angus Amadeus Amadeus Cho is the uh, new Hulk currently. Is that in the the new comic books or something? Yes, man, they're Amadeus, changing all the Amadeus. Amadeus, 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 rock me, Amadeus. You said that and for you. some reason my brain went to Bohemian Rhapsody. 
all, all my brain went to Amadeus Figaro, but there we go. I don't know why. Again. <laughs> Bruh, drugs. It could, be, it could be the drugs are on. <laughs> Dun, 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 I actually dun, thought that dun. was the word for a second. Like my brain actually accepted that. Amadeus, 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 Figaro, make me go. No, 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 no. Okay. Anyway, um, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Man, so, uh, <laughs> son of a mother. Um, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. He basically pulls like a Will Smith in that movie where he's a superhero. Crap. What's it called? Hancock. Yeah, Hancock, where, like, instead of just flying up, he, he just smacks the tray and it just derails. I'm sure we probably, <laughs> we just cost, you know, $38 million of damage. But I saved this dude in his shitty car. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, that guy's going to, all right, so I got to call the insurance company. Yeah, uh, I was driving last night and a giant red demon monster uh, punch the shit out of my Jeep. Yeah. Um, how do we how do we handle this? Yeah. Click. Hello. Yeah. Is Hello. this considered under Act of God? Because can we do Act of Devil? Is that the same thing? No. Okay. Oddly enough, they actually have that insurance, but everybody turns it down because that's just evil. Nice. <laughs> Act of Devil. Want to deal with that? <laughs> uh, these have to be the worst FBI guys ever. Dot dot dot. Since Die Hard. That's what I wrote. <laughs> um, like oh, oh poor diehard there's, oh there's these two over there oh we should take my gun stand in the middle of the hallway and beep boop pop beep pop oh where did they go dad my gosh that is the, they are the worst they were the worst they deserve to die how did you even oh. get out of Quantico <laughs> they were terrible and that's my point in this movie is like unless your name was unless you were painted a different color or could light on fire or um, was other dude the rookie? You were gonna die. I guess Jeffrey Tambor. Plot armor was strong in this, game, in this uh, movie. Yeah, if, around those four people or whatever. But like, <laughs> by the way, how old was John Hurt's character? If he was twenty-eight years old in World War II, at the end of the war, he was twenty-eight in nineteen forty-four. How old would he have been in two thousand four? I guess well, twenty-eight plus. What, 2004? That's 60, it's 60 right? Yep. Yeah. So, okay, so 88. That still, for some reason, that seems a lot longer. I don't know why. Whatever. I'm an idiot. You know, it's in like dog years or something. Yeah, well, it's reverse dog years for Hellboy. Um, no damn sense. He. <laughs> it kind of, like, I, the, the movie didn't make me hungry with all the food he had, and I never saw him eat it. I, Chili. Like that chili looked delicious, and that's just because I watched it during my lunch break. Really did. Like, I mean, <laughs> the the level of shit that would happen after that would just be incredible. Yeah, the, the plumbing but. must be pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty stout for someone <laughs> like him. Do they have to have like a special toilet for his tail, or does it just lay off to the side? I don't know. Dude, that's a good question. Or maybe like a cat, he just uh, turns <laughs> the around. Cat litter box. What is it with him and cats, Corny? Uh, I actually don't even know if that's a thing or not. No, oh, they just made I it up for the movie? It, it, I'm sure it is, but... Oh. Um, Del Toro was just like, I liked the cats. I don't know why he's Italian all of a sudden, but... <laughs> let's have the cats all over the set. This will be a good idea, yes. Is it like the little kitties? I'm, I'm sure that's what he sounds like. <laughs> no idea. Um, all right, whatever. Um... What? But uh, I was going to say, uh, I had read over um, 
because we, this movie was coming up, and I was like, you know, I haven't actually checked up on like this comic, and so I read um, like probably uh, a couple synopsis of the last couple of comics, and um, uh, I, I wanted to bring up that there was an actually interesting uh, comment made by our comic or by our uh, comedian. He said, you know, after you've killed everything, what are you going to do? And um, the comic actually answers that question. No. So uh, essentially, he, uh, um, uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, spoiler alert, Hellboy is actually dead now. He's mm. like, he's dead, dead. He's gone forever. He did. Yeah, he did. Um, he was fighting this thing, and the thing took his heart, just removed it from his body, mm. killed him. So now Hellboy goes to hell in the hand. Uh, to, sorry, to answer another question, the hand was a, um, a thing that other demons wanted, and Hellboy kept the hand because he knew you know, it was just safer with him uh, so no one could use it for their ultimate evil um, he goes to hell and then uh, a bunch of people try to attack him and he gets some help for a little bit by some other people but essentially he just kills a lot of demons and eventually it's just him kind of chilling by himself forever interesting it's really sad it it uh, it would be was Constantine also Dark Horse Comics? Uh, I, it's, it's DC now, but I wonder if I was wondering. I don't remember. Um, was it? No, wait. His publication. Anyway, I was Dark just curious. Horse. It doesn't uh, matter. Um, wait, what? Dark Horse has Avatar: The Last Airbender as a comic book series. What? Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's the Aang fighting Hellboy. That'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just clicked on... just. I just went to Dark Horse's website and new releases. Be bestsellers is Hellboy. Um, uh, products? No. Comics. Anyway... Um, this moment of silence is brought to you by us doing research. It doesn't matter. I was just curious. Um, <laughs> what? You should be. Oh, oh yeah, really? A box of kittens? I said, really? A box of kittens? Is that a trope? It should be a trope. So. <laughs> well, wouldn't you save a box of kittens? Yeah, it's Hell fine, no. but like, why are there a box of kittens there? I mean, only for, is it just for the joke that he literally saved a box of kittens? Um... <laughs> I hope so, because that's just worth it. You know, that's I mean... Awesome. Oh, and by the way, how deep are those subways? Jesus, they were already, like, underground, and then they fell what felt like... Into a subway. Yeah, they felt like they fell, like, a hundred feet into a subway, and I thought, I, how deep are they? I mean, I, I have no idea. And, and, you know, maybe this is my hashtag Central Africa moment, but are subways hundreds of feet into the earth? I didn't think they were, but I guess they are. I don't know. This movie made me think that they are. Um, well, think about it this way. You're, you're a, um, how you're a person about getting on a train and you don't think you're that far in the ground. And then you see what appear, appears to be a demon in man's clothes fall from above you. <laughs> I think I'm not riding the train anymore. Yeah. The deepest and highest subway stations in New York. So 900, 191st street, um, it's a 346 top, feet. Uh, 
No, so the deepest it's subway the deepest is the, subway in the world. Well, yeah, but in New York, which is where they were, um, at least that's where I think that's where they were supposed to be. They mostly filmed in like Prague and places like that. But sure. 191st Street, the <laughs> uh, the one train I guess is 180 feet. Yeah. Jeez, that's a ways. With a lot of really pretty graffiti. Um, Very colorful. Next, the second deepest. I don't care about all that. Anyway, so I guess it's possible, right? I mean, 100, 140 feet. 140 is, yeah. is the next one. So, yeah, I guess it's possible. It's just, again, I didn't know. It just, I thought, my gosh, how far have they fallen? And then they fell into a subway where they ordered a delicious <laughs> cold cut combo. Oh, thank you. I was about to make that joke myself. At least my brain still works a little bit. Um,. Just not very well. Where they met Jared, you know, because he's also burning in hell. Yeah. <laughs> because he looked at the porn. Um, Does he diddle the kid? Well, yeah, not okay. Yeah, don't do that. Just, just don't. All right. Don't do it. It's bad. I'm really having a hard time with this dark horse website. I'm just gonna be honest with you. You should probably get out of that side. You, you, you got to go from underneath. I've heard that that they spook easily. Yeah. <laughs> so. See what you're doing. <laughs> You don't want to tease them, you know. Ah, nice. Uh, nice, nice. I know you guys saw that that picture I put in the uh, the group me a while ago. Boom, was under Yeah, doors. yeah, I, I I did giggle a little bit at that. Um, what? Oh, crazy dreams. Hope she didn't kill anybody in that hospital. Jeez, that was. They are all dead. I mean. Good lord. Um, she definitely killed the um the uh, the guards. Yeah, the orderlies or whatever. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They fried in people, blue flame. People seem to be kind of okay with it. Um, um, I don't know. She seems like way more powerful than like Johnny Storm. I mean, he can fly, but she could go supernova and nuke you. So I just thought that was kind of cool. I like how her her flames were blue. Um, a bureaucrat who knows nothing of how things really are tries to lecture the soldiers. This is a trope. So I wrote that. Um, and then in the future dream that he he, uh, he he does whatever and Rasputin's like showing the, the future, there was like a newspaper that literally said the apocalypse is now or something like that. I thought, really? Someone someone's like, hmm, the apocalypse is coming. We better print news about it. <laughs> Just seemed real dumb. Someone goes outside. Man, the, the sky's really red outside. Yeah. Pick up the paper. Oh shit. Oh, it's the apocalypse. Damn, man. If only the newspaper had told us this. Ahead of time, we would have known how to wear, bring sunscreen. That's stupid. That part that just bothered <laughs> me. It's just dumb. Um, really? Oh yeah. Um, oh wait. What? What? Uh, why would you make a giant hammer pendulum? Clearly, you can only use it once. Like what? <laughs> what is the purpose of that thing other than to be a booby trap once? Once you've done it, that's it. Right? Like, well, we've used our thing one time guess we can't build a bridge again because there's a giant pendulum still you gotta set it right the first time <laughs> they had another castle but uh johnny and maintenance was just like hey guys i think we got it oh no 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 like do you test it first like how do you test that you know <laughs> um and like get that was version. oh go ahead you get foam versions of it oh yeah boop. Oh, okay good it works um the other part was uh like were they triggering things or was it being manipulated by somebody else? Like they, they never showed them like 
hitting tripwires or the thing, you know, like I was kind of expecting Indiana Jones where someone like leaned against the wrong thing. Like, oh, I'm so tired. Like he pulls the gag, oh, right? Yeah. As long as they don't, you know, get separated, we're fine. And then I was expecting the gag where like one of the FBI agents, you know, you know, puts, you know, something down on a rock and that's what triggered everything. You know, if you're going to be funny, then might as well go all out, right? Um, <laughs> what now they're buds because they helped each other. And then I wrote trope in all caps because that is a trope. Um, they had a, what they had, oh, they had a stockade specifically made for him that only magic could save. And then the big monster thing looks like the newest expansion in Hearthstone. That's what I wrote. So <laughs> if you're playing Hearthstone, you know what that means. If not, Go play Hearthstone, <laughs> and then you'll make sense. <laughs> I just don't know what to tell you. Um, I thought the the boss fight was super anticlimactic. I just yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I just oh, here's another uh, here's a, I guess a new uh, trope. Mm. Uh, badass hero gets in, uh, digested and blows up the uh, monster from within. Well, essentially, you know, you have the Hulk jumping, you know. Well, kind of. I mean, we we did uh, we did see that back in ni- 1998 with Men in Black. Oh yeah, with uh, K going into the yeah, he's got to get his gun. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. In fact, that CGI looked way better than the CGI. Now that yeah. was a hundred million dollar movie. This was only a sixty eight million dollar movie. So, oh, no excuse. <laughs> oh hey Andrew, it's been a while. <laughs> Uh, this movie didn't really make a lot of money worldwide. It only made a hundred million. I mean, only a hundred million, but I mean, it was sixty-eight million to make. So I'm actually surprised that it made a sequel. Uh, I don't know if the sequel made any money. I have no idea. Let's find out. I doubt it. I do, I just remember being really confused <laughs> at the sequel. Like I remember it being really pretty, and then just I was I was more confused at that one than I was not this one. Let's see the sequel. Yeah, budget of eighty-five million. And it grossed worldwide well, 160 million, so it doubled what it you know needed to. Well, good job. I just I don't remember it. I don't remember much That's of that about they had that. Ron, they had Ron Perlman going door door to door. Hey, give me some money. <laughs> In the Hellboy costume. Oh my god. <laughs> I like Ron Perlman. Of course, he's our Star Trek connection for this episode. Just, um, don't, look at, don't look at group me right now. Don't don't look at group. Yes, is that awesome? I have to now. I was ignoring Andrew for a little bit, but I guess I, apparently I shouldn't. But you're not gonna ignore it anymore. I cannot unsee what I've seen. Oh Jesus! <laughs> okay, here it comes, and oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> and screenshotted. <laughs> and going on Twitter. Nice. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Andrew. Yeah, is this what you're doing so. while you're not part participating in our podcast? Is this what you're doing? No, I'm listening. I just don't have much to say. Oh. <laughs> it's just a movie that didn't really appeal to me. Yeah, I can hear you. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to play a couple clips. This was a pretty good little line by John Hurt, which is our second John Hurt in a row movie in a row. Uh, he said this. Don't hurt me. As you enter the lobby, there was an inscription. In the absence of light, darkness prevails. 
There are things that go bump in the night, Agent Myers. Make no mistake about that. And we are the ones who bump back. That's right. Hell yeah. I like that. Um, I think had anybody else said that, I would have thought it was cheesy. But then since John Hurt, uh, it was kind of epic. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It, 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 it's a, actually it's a cool line. I think it's a cool line. Um, uh, but you're right, it was a little cheesy. Um, that's okay. That's fine. Um, what's the next one here? Uh, this was... What? I don't know what this is. Listen, Sammy. I'm not a very good shot, but the Samaritan here uses really big bullets. So what do you say we work this out in a nice, peaceful... Oh, crap. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> the- uh, Andrew, I have to imagine that's how you respond to uh, your students. Uh, whenever they do something. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely. Hey, guys, uh, I'm going to need you to... Uh, um, you know, put that down and and they run off. Oh, crap. Go back to your uh, third set and let's uh, let's. Uh, oh no! Oh oh no! <laughs> Jesus, Andrew, what is oh, wrong dear. with you? Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Um, if you're listening to this episode now, go to our Twitter page and you will see what we all just saw. Um. <laughs> iOS 10 is just... Oh I just saw the second one. What the hell? <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Um, this is great radio when people can't see what we're laughing at. Well, that's why I posted on Twitter. Uh, this one is just labeled Y. I forgot why, so here we go. Bone from St. Dionysus. Looks like a pinky. Remind me why I keep doing this. Rotten eggs and the safety of mankind. Huh. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce in this part was actually really good. I like. I think, it. You, I should like just, it. I think you should just put up a uh, a naked David <laughs> David Hyde Pierce. Just let him. No CGI. <laughs> no no costume. Well, he w- he uh, didn't do the costume work. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just use yeah. him. Just yeah. Him he, they voiced over all of the the bits, and they had a different actor doing the, all the motion and the screen oh. motion and stuff. So. They, um, David Hyde Pierce actually refused a credit because he felt like he all he did was just lend his voice that it was actually the other actor was actually acting. Um, this was kind of actually uh, good of him to do that. That makes me think oh, he's a good guy. He's a good dude. This is kind of a funny thing. My mom says that. Look, it's not. It's not that easy, okay? Plus, you're nine. You're not old enough to be giving me advice. That's, well, yeah, actually he is, because he knows more than you do. Uh, And then, this is what I mean by Jeffrey Tambor trying to be funny. This is ridiculous. I run this show, not him. This guy's nothing but trouble, nothing. Anybody got a power bar? (laughs) Just, what what are we doing here? Whatever. And this again, his character is just a big, fat, bald trope. It was just dumb. Like, yep. that's the one character that I, when I said that I felt like there were people in the movie that didn't need to be there, yeah. that was the very first one that came to mind. Yeah. That I just he ruined the movie for me. I, 
Well, he didn't really make him, the movie better, certainly. <laughs> didn't make it better, no. In fact, I actually wanted him to die. I honestly, I mean, Damn. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I would have been okay if his character had died. Like, if yes, if he and um, uh, Clockwork Orange would have fell, fallen down in that spike pit together, or whatever, you know, I'm just like, I wouldn't have cared. So, um, <laughs> oh, the humanity. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I did like the fact that he dropped a giant sprocket on top of that guy just to make sure that Sandman stayed down there. Um, oh, I wonder if it was uh, Spacely Sprockets, you know. Cause, uh, yeah, Jetson's reference. Jetson. There you go. Thank you. Nice. Um, all right, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Um... Uh, oh, more tropes. Uh, let's see. Uh, military guy has a cigar. Um, half expecting to see the Red Skull fighting Captain America in the background. <laughs> Sorry, that's not a trope. That's my uh, my note. Somehow I got it in the wrong section. Um, that would have been great though. Like while they were in the while they were in Scotland fighting, they were just in the background fighting. That would have been pretty great. Uh, if the if you really care about me, you have to leave me alone. Trope. The raining at a funeral. Trope. Just big old can of Tropicana. That's all I'm going to say. All right, now we're ready for trivia. Doug Jones, Abe uh, already said that. Um, Ron Perlman broke a rib while filming the subway scene. He jumped onto a train that was coming towards him at 45 miles per hour. Oh, oh my gosh. Damn, Ron Perlman. All right, like who do you think you are, Jackie Chan? You Ooh, you think about that. I mean, basically, he's, he's jumping onto a moving vehicle at 45 miles an hour? Yeah. Is that what it's saying? Yeah, he, ba- yeah, he got hit by a car, basically. But that's that way. Dude. Yeah. Wrong to you. Uh, I mean, it was tough, but damn. Upon meeting, upon meeting to discuss the movie, Hellboy creator Mike Mig... What? Mignola? Mig- I can't read. Mignoli? Mignola, yeah. And director Del Toro decided to reveal to each other their choice for the lead, Roy of Hel- lead role of Hellboy. And on the same time, they went one, two, three, Ron Perlman. So, there you go. Did we just become best friends? I think think we we did. (laughs) When Del Toro met with producers, many changes to the Hellboy character were suggested. Suggested. And these are terrible, by the way, okay? Make make him blue. No. One of them was to have Hellboy be a human who transforms into Hellboy when he gets angry. Mm. Yeah, no. So, Red Hulk... And another suggestion was that he came from hell, but was a normal human. Del Toro voted, vetoed all such attempts to alter the character. Uh, and Jeff, well, why did people? I'm do glad that? he did. Oh yeah, I don't know. Just because producers, because they have all the money, they think they can make better decisions. It's the same thing that goes back to you never let Vicky Vale into the Batcave. Is that the producers who had all the money overrode Tim Burton? And they're like, you gotta have Vicky Vale in the Batcave. And Tim Burton was like, you would never do that. But he got overridden in that case because he didn't have enough clout yet in Hollywood, whereas Del Toro did. So, um, anyway, just stupid. Producers are stupid. Just give them, give the directors money and go away. Right? Whatever. Um, Jeffrey Tambor stepped into the production a week before filming kicked off because the actor who was previously cast in the part didn't show up. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Hey, we want you for the part. Great. See you in a month. Anybody seen Bob? No? No? Hey, Jeff, you do anything? No? Rest of development? You done? Okay, come come over here. <laughs> All right. So, I was oh, going to do the uh, recasting game, but they are actually making a Hellboy 3. Really? Really, really. Uh, and it's called something interesting. What's it called? Hellboy 3? Uh, yeah, it's called Hellboy... No, it's just called Hellboy 3. There's Hellboy no three. That is interesting. No, I thought that well the second one is like Hellboy Three, the Golden Army. I didn't know if it was gonna have a, a subtitle. Uh, all it's it says army. is uh, the further adventures of Hellboy, it's all it says. Uh, and the only one uh, Hellboy Ron Perlman, Hellboy, rumored. Doug Jones, Abe Sapien, rumored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know nothing. Um He's doing a bunch of stuff, Ron Perlman is. He's doing a bunch of new stuff. He's going to be in... Oh, he's in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them uh, movie. Um, and then he's also going to be in the new Pacific Rim movie, Maelstrom. Isn't that a ride at Epcot? I don't know. You tell me. You're the one that goes to Disney World every five weeks. It's true. Yeah. That's the one that Frozen... The Frozen Ride took over in Norway. Isn't that an expensive store in the mall? <laughs> the Maelstrom? Maelstrom? Oh, yeah. you're thinking of... Nordstrom. Oh, Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Right. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where the joke was. I couldn't get there. It's, it's, <laughs> it was still funny. I just It's not It's not your fault. I'm dumb. Um, I blame it on the meds. Blame it on the blame meds. It on alcohol. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I went to the 90s. Wow. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me, make, let, me uh, let me sure I'm going to do a reference that's culturally uh, significant and accurate at this moment uh, and timely. At least, 30 years ago. Yeah, at yeah. least you're blaming only alcohol. <laughs> it's fairly recent. Um, uh, anyway, uh, soundtrack, I gave it a PG for pretty good. I thought it was fine. Um, I didn't. I didn't hear. Really, you know. I don't even know who did it. I just. I didn't really notice it much. Um, uh, typical fanfare stuff, you know. Yeah. Tagline: Give evil hell. How oh, cute. Um, Which, you know, was more from space. Again, I don't understand that. But I don't either. I is it so? This is going to be totally like selfish of me, but like when we watch like a really, I'm not saying this is a bad movie. I'm like when we watch monsters, and I go into IMDb and I see that the like like I was on Final Girl the other day because I couldn't remember who was one of the characters, and it, like their IMDb score was up like 400 percent. I thought, is that because of us? Um, <laughs> How awesome is that's that? pretty. No, that's not a, no. Marco Beltrami. Bel Beltrami is the music uh, music man. He has I mean, done. He's done such things as the new Ben Hur. He did Gods of Egypt. Hitman, Agent 47, uh, uh, The Giver, The November Man, Snowpiercer. Basically, he's done our uh, Cheap Seat Reviews collection. <laughs> World War Z. Um, Damn. I'm, I mean, I mean, I, he's done other, other movies. I'm just doing ones of heat that we've done. I'm surprised we haven't done Max Payne. We should, that, that's a movie that just screams what we do. Uh, the Hurt Locker, the Hurt Locker was on our list but got pulled. Um, Good. Uh, Deserve to get pulled. <laughs> Were you hurt? Triple X, State of the Union. Was oh, John hurt by it? Blade Two, which is on our list to do. 
So he's done a bunch of stuff. He's nice. Always been on black. <laughs> Sorry, wrong movie. Wrong movie, but right <laughs> actor. If Passenger 57 ever streams, you better believe I'm doing that. We're doing that movie. Oh, my gosh. I like that movie a lot. That's the biggest damn Cessna I've ever seen. Sorry. Um, that's the only two quotes from the movie I remember. Is always bet on black, and that that's the because it's, it's like a DC ten, right? It's like a big commercial airliner, and it's flying yeah. in like this small ass Kansas airport, and the sheriff looks up at this thing as it's landing. He's like, "That's the biggest damn Cessna I've ever seen." Anyway, whatever. Um, what did we learn? You always have a choice, which is a trope, by the way. It's a trope. Trope. All right, here we go. Well, Hellboy is what you would consider, by by most accounts, an anti-hero, right? He's kind of evil in his own way, or he's supposed to be, uh, but occasionally will do good things as needed. So we decided like to do... Like Sam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sam is the anti-hero of our podcast. <laughs> he's, he's semi-ill. He's, yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the hero we sometimes don't need, but want or something. <laughs> Um, <laughs> don't want, but need. I can't. I think it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so we're gonna do anti-hero. Uh, 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 is our top three. I would be hard pressed to imagine that we don't all have at least one character that's share the same character. But if we don't, it'll be interesting. Uh, Andrew. Okay, I have some honorable mentions. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's the Mets I, talking. That's okay. I have Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman in Batman Returns. Okay. okay. Uh, and then Billy Bob Thornton as Carl Childers in Sling Blade. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then coming in at number three, I have Alan Rickman as Severus Snape in the Ooh. Harry Potter series. All right. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Uh, number two, Samuel L. Jackson as Jules Winfield in Pulp Fiction. All right. Is and number one, he, Ryan he, Reynolds. Is he a hero? How is he a hero? As Deadpool. How is he ever anti-hero? How is he a hero? He saves the um, the diner from getting robbed. He yeah yeah. Does he? Yeah. He just yeah. told them to pull the guns down. He just didn't want people to get shot because he didn't want to get shot. But he was a hero. Well, he, they were going to rob the place, and then kept they people didn't. from getting killed. <laughs> Is that what he was? Okay, all right, fine. He still gave, but he he still allowed allowed himself to be robbed, which is weird. Whatever. All right, fine. He's a hero. I don't think he's a hero, but eh, whatever. <laughs> he I mean, he okay. know, like he was he was complicit in multiple murders. True. Anti-hero. Anti-hero. <laughs> that's, that's like that's like yeah. saying the Joker is an anti-hero. Is because he, he helped take. He well, helped, technically, he, helped, he might have been. Yeah, well, I know. I mean, I know that 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 thing that we think of, uh, or that that theory, is that he helped take down the mob, basically. So, in essence, he's doing Batman's work. Uh, so he's an anti-hero, but he's not an anti-hero. He's still, you know, chaos, whatever corny, whatever your Venn diagram says he is, or whatever it's called. He's chaos evil, right, or whatever it is. Chaotic neutral. He's a he's not chaotic neutral. He's a lawful evil. He has rules, but he still does bad shit. What rules does he have? He kills everything. A hospital, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about Jules Verne? No, I'm talking about the no. Joker. 
Oh, Joker. Oh, no, he's <laughs> Is his name Jules Verne? That's not his name. No, it's Winfield. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where did we get Jules Verne? I was like, oh, oh 50,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jules Verne is a bad mother. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm just talking about going around the world in 80 days. Welcome to 18th Century Literature Podcast Hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great, Corny. Yeah. No, no, yeah, not Jules Verne. Damn it. Uh, Jules, what's his name? <laughs> Sam, Sam Jackson. Um, we're talking about the Joker from The Dark Knight. Yeah, no, he's a he's a chaotic evil. Right. Thing. That's my yeah. point. My, my my saying is saying that Jules, whatever his name is, Sam Jackson character being an <laughs> anti-hero is like saying that the Joker is an anti-hero just because. He does, and eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll allow it. I don't care. I'm done arguing. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I Deadpool got... was your, your number one. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Sorry. Do what? Oh, Deadpool's yeah. number one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got um, uh, Tyler Durden in Fight Club. All right. Which one was my number three? Which one was he again? Was he? Did you ever see Fight Club? We He's don't... Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. We don't talk yeah. about it. That's why. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Um, I've got Jack Sparrow. Wait, okay, uh, sorry. No, hold on. I actually have never seen Fight Club except the last eight minutes of the movie. Um, that, that, and that sucks for you, by It the way. really does, because really I didn't does. know it. It was like, oh, it's on God, FX. God, that was such an amazing reveal. Like, it's on FX. Wait, what is happening? Oh, balls. I'm not even going to say it. Yeah. But anyway, so Tyler was, was Brad Pitt's character. Okay, so what was yeah. the Edward Norton character? He was... He was the... the I forgot his name. I remember his name, I actually. Was, I was, the narrator? Jules Verne. Yeah. Jules Verne? Okay, got it. Or uh, Tom, uh, uh, I was. How about um, I'm trying to think of another author of the time. Um, uh, <laughs> not Tom Sawyer. Who wrote him? Mark, K- Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Yeah, he was Mark Twain. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Samuel Clemens. Samuel Clemens. Yeah, that's his real name. All right. All right. Number two, I've got Jack Sparrow in the pirate movies. Okay. Um, my number one has to be the T Rex from Jurassic Park. <laughs> Damn it! You've been trying to do that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay. I don't even have the energy to argue it. Whatever. Actually, I tell you what. Uh, hold on, Sam. I will allow it, but only in Jurassic World. In Jurassic World? Because in Jurassic World, he literally comes to save the day. Yeah, that's like pretty like true. you were saying. Like yeah. he and the Raptors have a conversation, and then basically he and. Um, 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 uh, Chris Pratt like high five each other and then you know <laughs> like I'm saying like yeah, yeah so I'm good with that for but, Jurassic World which but I in really all, like in all reality um, my number one would be have would, would have to be all iterations of the um, Harrison Ford character in Star Wars uh, yeah okay Han Solo I'm, I'm actually yeah. surprised Andrew he wasn't in your list yeah. uh, who? Han Solo Han Solo yeah, no. I don't really see him as an anti-hero. Why? I just don't. I feel like he's a... He shot first. A hero that <laughs> that doesn't realize it. I think there's a difference. There's. I think there's a difference between... He doesn't between, do enough bad, basically. Right. I don't... I think he's a hero by accident or, or not, I don't know, out of necessity instead of a anti-hero. Okay. This is interesting. All of our it appears that our uh, thoughts of the anti-hero are 
They're all they're all a little different, which is why I wanted to have a conversation about it beforehand. Yeah. But I'm I'm oh, okay. This is good. This is no, good I'm glad we here. didn't. This is good. Um, we've had, we've had everything from Han Solo to a T Rex, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm surprisingly very okay with. Uh. Again, in in Jurassic World. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he did save the day. I mean, in, he, in he kind of did, but it was it was it was more like a T Rex ex machina than like you know heroic moment yeah you know it was more of a convenience factor of hey what's inside this little building for some reason oh lunch you know <laughs> you know it's like whereas oh, in lunch right me. yeah whereas opposed to in Jurassic World it's like she signals a flare and he goes oh hey flares me every time I see one of those I get to eat something cool and then he shows up and he's like oh it's time to fight bring it on so you know I'm good with that uh is it my turn? Whose turn is it? Your turn. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, my honorable mention was going to be Deadpool. Um, my number three. Corny, did you go? I'm so confused with right now. No, no. I, you, you skipped me over. I, I did skip gonna, you. I was going to wait to see how long it took. <laughs> because I was surprised that I didn't hear this. My, my number three come out of Corny's mouth, but then I just realized he hasn't gone yet. <laughs> Corny. There's an art sale to go, and I was like... Let this play. I'm gonna let this play. Let's see what happens. Cordy, please go. <laughs> oh, I need it. Oh, this night could not have ended any better. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is, this is my anti-top three. Okay. Thank you for sharing, Cordy. I'm I'm glad we didn't lose your voice in all of this. That's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, you ready, Corny? Go ahead. You're you're up, dude. <laughs> Whenever light fails to, whatever. <laughs> this is where darkness lives. All right, so. Um, my number three is going to be uh, the Punisher, Thomas Jane. There. I haven't had a, a good one. Um, my number two uh, would be Deadpool. 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 Two. Okay. That's the stripper Deadpool. version. Yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Sorry, Deadpool. There's Actually, gotta that's, be a that's what happens after after you reach about fifty. Deadpool. <laughs> you have a deadpool. Dead yeah. Dead pole. That's what they have medicine for. <laughs> All right. And uh and my and my last one, I finally get to use this. I'm so happy. Scott Pilgrim. What what bad things does he do? He is a selfish guy and he only fights because it's gonna get him what he wants. He's not fighting to save people. He's actually kind of a prick. Really? And, uh, I mean, he yeah, does he yeah. does kill Captain America. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. By conning him into, you know. There are girls but watching. But no, honestly, he, he's, he's not a good guy hero. Yeah. He's not. That's good. He got the sword of self-respect or something like that. And then he got, yeah. First he got the one of love, and then he got the one of self-respect. Yeah. What are you doing getting a life? Okay, I'm good with that. That's very cool. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so I'm still surprised then that this didn't come out of your mouth. Um, oh. My number three was Deadpool. Um, my number, actually, that was my honorable mention. My second honorable mention is going to be Blade. Um, yeah, I was going to go with Blade, but I'm only I'm doing the three and Scott Pilgrim was superseded Blade. Yeah, that's fair. But I thought about it. My number three would be John Wick. Oh yeah, son of a bitch! All right, I'm I surprised. Son of a bitch must pay. That's right. Yeah, um, 
Bitch must pay. Um, yeah. Uh, and two. that guy too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but more like. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Uh, no, my number two is Han Solo. And my number one, of course, it has to be for me. Mal- Cal- Mal Reynolds. Michael- Malcolm Reynolds. That's right. From Firefly. So really. Which um, I would loop him in. In my number one group of anybody, you're kind of do like what a, to him? Did you say you're going to lube him? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need, I need an adult. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to do a dead poll on him? Is that what you're going to say? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> what do you mean you're going up there with Han Solo? Andrew, Andrew, you did say over fifty. Well, so how do you hang in there or? before you? Before you? Uh, <laughs> why did you put him in there with Han Solo? He's an well. He's kind of well. He's a space pirate. Okay. But like, one I think the big difference is is that we kind of all of Han's scoundrelness is implied, right? The only quote unquote scoundrel thing he does is one he shoots first, and two he takes the money and runs, but then does the flip and comes back. Whereas Malcolm, throughout the Firefly show, he's robbing people, right? You know, he's like, and he 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 he'll he'll kill whoever i mean in, even in the movie they he makes they make point of the fact that he shoots and kills or not kills well yeah he kills one two two unarmed men and he shoots uh the, uh, the agent once or twice while he's unarmed too so um i think he's more scoundrel i think malcolm is what han was supposed to be kind of all along you know like mm-hmm. um Oh, wait, that's the there you go, Malcolm Reynolds. Uh, you can't take this guy from me. There you go. Um, I saw a really funny comic today that my dad sent me. Uh, it was this guy watching. He's on his laptop or whatever, and he's got a little thought bubble. He's like, "This show looks really dumb." And then the the next caption is like, "He's got big tears," and it just says, "You can't take this guy from me." Coming from the computer screen, I'm like, "Absolutely." There you go. <laughs> I love it. All right, um, that's it. Um, email. We have an email this week. Um, Yay! Lies. Uh, no, it's not. I I promise. We have an email, and it's from a lady. Oh, right. another lady. Yeah, Ooh, from a, a lady. From a some. We've got two ladies. We do have two female listeners, and one of them oh isn't uh, Chad's wife. Um, uh, this is from uh, Samantha. Bless her heart. Hey guys, love the show. I recently watched a film that I think might be good for your program for the October series. Sorry, Sam, we, we already have the website posted for all the movies we're going to do and we're not going to add any more. But we'll do it after Halloween. Sure, yeah. Because why the hell not? <coughs> Sorry. Should have hit the That's mute button. That's how you get ants. Um, what? Coughing? <laughs> I was as confused as you <laughs> on that one. This whole episode has been confusing. Um, (laughs) I recently watched a film that might think be good for your program for the October series. Check out the curse of sleeping beauty. It's pretty, it's a pretty terrible movie, but it does have a couple of good actors in it. The one thing that really got my attention was the costumes. Anyway, I hope you guys can fit it in. Can't wait to hear what you think. Thanks again, Sam. So yeah, thanks Sam. Perfect. Um, Sam, like a Sam we know. No, like a Samantha. It's a trap. It's, I'm not buying it. It actually it's is a trap. A, it's, it, I, I actually see that person's full name. So either Sam went the the extra length to create a uh, um, 
Hold on, I gotta see. If nope. Something. Female persona. Yeah. Well, not even just that. I'm. I'm actually not surprised. He would probably do that. But I mean, I'm trying to see what email address that they used. Yeah. Don't say it out loud. I'm not going to. Okay. Well, it's still a. Okay. It's just, it's still a Gmail account for. A, but I know it. I know it's not because when I clicked on it, um, there was a picture. So, thank you Google for doing that. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, Sam, absolutely, we'll do that. We'll throw it on the list. So, um, <laughs> that's the noise that we make when we get a movie on the list, apparently. Um, so I'll stick it in there somewhere with some other... <laughs> oh, yeah, I did yes, not mean for will. that. <laughs> I did not mean for that. <laughs> oh. Take it, Sean. I don't know, but the question is... In the boot, yes. There you go. All right. Um, <laughs> glad it was you and not me. Uh, uh, yeah. Aren't you glad that will live uh, forever with Andrew? <laughs> yes, thanks. Hey, you're the one that said it. I'm just the one that recorded it. Uh, I don't know which one makes it worse. So, uh, what was it called? The the Curse of Sleeping Beauty? The Curse of... Yeah, I think so. Um, Sleeping Beauty. All right, to the list as we speak. So, Yay. Huzzah. Huzzah. So there we go. Um, great. So again, do your, uh, so yeah, send us your emails and we will do your movies because that's how we, how we roll out of 10 time. Out of this 10. is how we do it. Um, that wasn't supposed to sound like a cat for some reason, but that, that was kind of, weird. It did kind of, kind of cat soundish. Hello. Um, hello. Out of 10, Andrew. All right. I am going to give this a 5.7. <laughs> Dead Make sure you put a question mark with that. Yeah. Yes. Dead what? Dead kittens. Oh. Didn't make it in the box. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Uh, corny, I won't skip over you this time. Damn. Um, I, I I will have to give it a six point three. It wasn't a great movie, but um, I, I enjoyed uh, a visual Hellboy and. Um, uh, Selma Blair, you know, back when she wasn't completely Looney Tunes. Yeah, we didn't talk about her much. She's very attractive, but she looks sleepy the whole movie. She just looks sleepy. <laughs> like, she she looks on screen how I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> uh, and obviously they're, they're starting to wear off. Sam? I'm probably going to give it a 6.1... Uh, sand in my pants out of a uh, ten. <laughs> okay. Um, That's about it. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, um, going off of listener Jen's request as to the why, I, I, why I didn't much really care for it. Again, I thought the story was kind of plotting and clunky. Um, characters that didn't need to be there, like Jeffrey Tambor's grumpy trope of a boss yells all the time thing um i just it, it didn't make sense i mean we're asking questions that even corny can't answer like how did the demon come from space and is the weird galactic space bug still out there or is it not i don't know did they just kill it or not and what was the bug thing that turned into the big squid thing at the end where did that come from and like what was it called um, Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Right, just, there was a lot of answered or questions that I and and he brought her soul back to life because he threatened it. 
her something. I don't know. Weird. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I just, and then, I don't know. It just seems strange. Well, whatever. Doesn't matter. See, but you see, folks, this her podcast was very indicative of the movie itself. Um, all over the place? Yeah. All over the place. <laughs> yeah. Nothing really made sense. It was pretty. So for the pretty and for um, the, yeah, the, no. the, the makeup. I don't even think it's pretty. I don't know. And the no. makeup. I'm saying the, like, movie the makeup, was. the costumes. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the makeup, the costumes, the, the I even thought the practical wire effects I thought were well done. Um, I mean, again, not great, no. but fine. But uh, I'm just, I'm gonna give it a four point eight. I just, just didn't care for it that much. And and corny, when I move to my new location, I will give you back your copy. <laughs> um, no, no, you take Hellboy with you. He'll protect you. No, okay. Um, okay. Well, good for him. That's gonna do it for us. Um, so our next movies. Well, it's going to be what you guys pick. So uh, go to our website and vote. CheapSeatReviews.com We've got some movies up there for you to pick for us to do for the Halloween. So there's like eight movies up there. (gasps) Uh, Excuse me. Sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, something like that movies for you guys to to vote on. I didn't know I had that many on there. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven movies for you to vote for, and tens uh, bananas, I say. Yeah. So yeah, you, you yeah. So pick your uh, pick the movies you want us to do right now. Uh, Jaws, The Exorcist, The Babadook, and I think Event Horizon are our top four. If I'm reading this poll right, hey, the, the, the the dead poll right. So. Uh, go vote early and often. Um, I hit that music way too soon. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to pause it. <laughs> um, uh, so do that. Go to our website, cheapseatreviews.com, and do that kind of a thing. And then, uh, then we will have that. And then once we're done with that, we're into November. We've got a whole bunch of other really good movies lined up. I'm super excited for the possibility um, of doing such movies as The Curse of Sleeping Beauty and uh, Blade 2, Sweeney Todd, Saving Private Ryan, U571. It's just a bunch of great movies on you on Facebook, on Netflix right now. And I'm really excited. So we are going to do that. Um, there you go. That's going to do it for us. Now I'm going to hit the music and I'm going to do the other stuff like facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews, at Cheap Seat Cast is our Twitter, at uh, Sean J. Allred, at Sinigi16 is Sam, at Johnny Darko 16 is Corny, and at A. Jemison is Andrew. Please, please, please send us your emails. We will read them um, uh, on air, as I did earlier, at Cheap Seat Reviews, Cheap Seat Reviews at gmail.com, I should say. Call 704-271-4290. GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Help us out there. That'd be great. You guys are awesome. Our listeners... Um, we thank you so much for all that you do for us. We do this because, um, well, we have nothing better to do on a Tuesday night. And that's going to do it. So on behalf of Andrew, Corny, Sam, this is Sean saying thank you for listening and good night. (laughs) 